When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And welcome to Dang That's Weird, where we explore life's weirdest moments. And today we're hanging out with Robin. Robin, how's it going? I'm doing pretty well. How are you, Spencer? Good, thanks. Um, So basically, I just have one question for you, which is, what is the weirdest thing or what are the weirdest things that you've experienced in your life? The weirdest things that I've experienced are probably the first... 20 years of my life (laughs) living in my (laughs) parents' house. Um, That house had a lot of strange things happening, and I have a collection of little stories about the house that I'd like to go through with you. Uh, Great. But yeah, uh, a little backstory on the house just before I start to kind of set the scene. Um, So this house was built in 1948. It was in uh, Arkansas, a little town in Arkansas. That's where I grew up. And... The house was near, like, my elementary school and my middle school. A lot of my friends lived, like, near me. It was a pretty pretty nice community where everybody knew each other. Um, we moved in in 1998, so there's, like, 50 years of history there. Uh, there were no deaths reported in the house that we could find or anything like that. Death records were incomplete, as far as I can remember. Okay. Um... But for all intents and purposes, nothing like crazy had happened in the house. Sure. Uh, then about six months after we moved in, the house actually burned down the day after Christmas. Uh, my sister had left a candle lit overnight and oh, turned no. in her sleep and knocked it over. Um, and so everybody got out okay. We were good, okay. thankfully. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the house had to be rebuilt from the ground up, basically. This place was kind of a clean slate when we lived there. Yeah. Um, you said you'd been there like six months before that happened? Yeah, we moved in, I want to say like summer of 98. Okay. Uh, and at this time, I'm five years old. I'm in kindergarten. so Sure. Uh, that was my first experience with the house, really, that I remember. Okay. A little bit about my family to kind of contextualize some of the things here because I think that there might be some contributing factors if we're going with the theory that the house was haunted. (laughs) Okay. My parents. Is that that generally where this is is leading us? Um, I think so. Potentially? Yeah. I'm kind of, by nature, I have to be a little skeptical. I can't, for some reason, I can't tell myself like, yeah, I grew up with ghosts, but like I... I had some strange experiences for sure. Um, Real quick, did you, when the house burned down, you rebuilt on the same lot? Yes. And just like Uh, lived somewhere else while that was happening? Yeah, we lived in an apartment for a while and then moved back after it had been built again. Okay. Okay. Sorry, you were saying uh, about your family? Yeah. uh, So my parents were really into eBay Uh, They had like a side business on eBay where they would buy antiques specifically and sell them on eBay. Uh, That must have been pretty early, pretty early days of eBay. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, this wasn't in 98. This was closer to like the early 2000s when they got into eBay. Okay. Sorry to jump ahead a little bit. Um, sure, sure. And they would basically they would go to like estate sales and things like that and buy antiques uh, and they would they would flip them on eBay as supplementary okay. income. Yeah. And a lot of these were pretty creepy, I would say. There were like old dolls and things like that. Um they found this painting that they hung in our living room. They didn't sell it, but the eyes would follow you around. <laughs> it was one of oh. those paintings. Like they didn't okay. literally follow you, but like it looked like they were always on you. Um, right. We had one instance where a a jeweler near us had this big bronze statue of Lady Justice, and a woman had a heart attack and drove into it and broke it in half. Um, so they threw it in the dumpster, Whoa. and my dad. Yeah, we can talk more about that if you want. But they, my dad got it out of the dumpster, brought it home. We had it fixed. So we had like a seven-foot-tall Lady Justice statue in our living room. Uh, <laughs> okay. So very eclectic space is my point. Lots of weird yeah, yeah. things. Um, well, and if they're they're flipping stuff, like there's constantly things coming and going, right? Totally. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, main thing I remember is like the weird dolls and things. They would bring home the creepiest dolls, and my dad thought it was really funny. Uh, is is there a resale market for creepy dolls? Is that I wouldn't think that would be a, a very high value item. <laughs> no, not at all. Sometimes they would do well. Um, most of the time they would not, and we would just have creepy dolls in our house. Okay. Okay. Uh, they did like sewing patterns and things like that too. Um, okay old lamps uh but basically how this ended up is we ended up having a lot of antiques in our house that yeah yeah i wasn't a huge fan of personally uh (laughs) my sister got into it too she was the same way she would flip things on ebay and she was a hoarder on top of this so she would have like piles of these things uh okay yeah that's just a little bit of backstory on the house a lot of uncomfortable energy there i would say sure sure the first thing that happened in the house that really set all of this off um my sister for a while moved up to massachusetts she was an artist uh and she had a boyfriend up there who she was seeing for a few years uh and then unfortunately he fell asleep on the way home while he was driving, and he, he he drove off like a cliff and died. Uh, and so after that, and I don't have too much information on that story. I was pretty young still, but yeah. my sister is 10 years older than me. So there was a big age gap there. Okay. Uh, so she moved back home pretty soon after that happened. Um, it was pretty bad at first. I remember, you know, she was devastated by that, obviously. Yeah, uh, that's horrible. Yeah, but things kind of went back to normal after a while, Uh, and one day, me and my parents were out. I honestly don't remember what we were doing. I think we might have been Christmas shopping or something, and my sister was home alone. She was drawing in her bed. She was an artist, and as far as I understand it, very suddenly as she she was drawing, she heard her boyfriend's very distinct laugh directly in her ear, <laughs> hmm. like inches away from her. Um, yeah. And I just remember we got a call. Uh, she was outside of the house. She had run out and she refused to go back in because she was terrified of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we went home immediately and comforted her. And that was something that, You know, in situations like this, it's kind of, I think the default reaction is like, this is some kind of grieving process or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a very traumatic and stressful situation, I would imagine. Definitely. Um, But she, she always had this story, like it stuck with her. It wasn't something that she ever even considered, like, I probably imagined that. You know what I mean? Like it stuck with her. Yeah. It's interesting too that she would have that her first reaction was to go outside, like that she connected it to the the physical space mm-hmm. somehow, you know. 
Yeah, I think it really messed with her too because it was in her room, so she had to sleep there every night. And right, yeah, I mean, you never. It sucks to not feel comfortable in your own space or feeling like it's not yours. Yeah, yeah, and there's quite a bit of that coming up. So, okay, so that so sorry that was the like the first sort of paranormal-ish instance? It's the first thing I remember. I tried to uh, get a timeline of these things as I was jotting them down, and I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. that's the first one. Yeah. Okay. And this was, sorry, when was this relative to when you moved in? This was probably 2006, I believe. The thing is, like, most of these things didn't start happening until the early to mid 2000s uh, because I genuinely think it's that's when my parents got into eBay and things like that. That's I have this connection oh, right, in right, my right. mind to that. Yeah. Um, how how old was your sister at the time? Like college age, you said? After she moved back, she went back to college, so she would have been in her 20s, I believe. Uh Okay. As an aside, I say would have been or was. She's she's actually like passed away since this, which part of oh. the reason that um, I want to talk about these stories and share them is that they're as much hers as they are mine, and I think yeah. I think she would want that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm. yeah, that one I would I want to say was like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, somewhere in there. 2006, okay. one of those three years, take your <laughs> sure, pick. Sure. Uh, okay. And then after that, we had some weird things happen off and on with the house. Like we would have, she had three dogs. She had three little chihuahuas, which uh, I don't recommend living with three chihuahuas. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's too many. It's a lot of chihuahuas. <laughs> But Maybe just get like one bigger dog at that point. Yeah. Know? Well, that was the thing. Was she started with one, and my parents were like, "Yeah, that's cool. One's fine you, as long as you take care of it." You know, because they didn't really want to live with the Chihuahua. Yeah. And then it became three at some point. I don't know <laughs> how a, it it's happened. It's a very different situation. Yeah. Uh, but they would like do weird dog things. Like at night, they would run to the front door and bark a lot. Uh, when there was mm. no one out there, they were very very cautious around like the living room area in general they really didn't want to go in there uh which is where we had like a lot of the antiques displayed one night they started barking at the door and someone knocked at the door at like 5 a.m i was still awake because i was a teenager and i was on the computer a lot and that was just kind of my pattern yeah at the time but I, i specifically remember somebody knocking at the door and I freaked out because I don't want anybody knocking at the door at 5 a.m. Yeah, that's probably not a good thing. Was this right. like a uh, like a rural area or urban or like what? Like, did you have a lot of neighbors? Like, yeah, we did. It was suburban. The neighbors were older people for the most part. We were probably the youngest family in the neighborhood. Um, okay. Which my parents were in like their forties at this point, so that's not. It was it was mostly older people. Yeah. Okay. But I remember we had like these big open windows in the living room uh, where you could see the front porch, and the front porch could see you. <laughs> yeah. So somebody's knocking, and I'm trying to like look out there and see if there's someone out there without being seen. There was no one out there, of course. Like you could see the door, and there was just no one there. There was no one there. Uh, I gathered the courage to open the door, which is like how I would have died if it was a horror movie, probably. <laughs> sure, sure. And open yeah, there the door was, for ghosts, typically, you know. Yeah. There was no one there. Idea. I don't know. Weird. Uh, but you like, so you distinctly heard a knock. The dogs barked. You go to the door and there's nobody there at five yeah. in the morning. My parents were Weird. pissed, by the way. They were like, why did you not come get us when this happened immediately? Which is totally fair. Yeah, because you were what, like 12 or 13 or something? Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah. Old enough to know better, but young enough uh, to not care, I guess. <laughs> dumb enough dumb enough to not do better. <laughs> For sure. 
Okay. We had a lot of little things like that happen. Um, one that I really like to tell, because this is kind of a fun one, I think. I think about it a lot, and I don't get scared, but it's just kind of a head-scratcher. To briefly set this up, I was really into like fighting games as a teenager. I went mm-hmm. to events for them a lot and made a lot of friends. It was kind of my outlet. And one thing with fighting games is that you inevitably are going to get really, really into modding controllers and things like that. Okay. Uh, and one of the games I played needed a tri-wing screwdriver, which mm-hmm. couldn't really get locally. Uh, or maybe I could and I just didn't. I don't remember. But I had a friend who had one, and so I borrowed it from him one day. At school, this bright red little screwdriver uh, under the condition that I would give it back to him the next day. And so I took it home. Uh, that night, I tried to use it to open up my controller. And as I'm doing this, it's pretty late. It's like 11 p.m., I think. The screwdriver slips out of my hands. I have hardwood flooring, mind you. The whole house has hardwood. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, oh, shit, I'm going to wake my parents up. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> going to be very falling. loud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'm watching it fall. Again, bright red, pretty easy to spot. I'm kind of, I'm a deer in headlights. I didn't really try to catch it. <laughs> and as it's about to impact the floor, nothing happens. It's gone. Uh, and this is funny because, what? like, yeah, it it got to the like floor, it reached the hardwood floor, and it was gone. There was no impact, no sound at all. And you just couldn't see it anymore? No. I tore that room apart trying to find it. Because in my mind, I was like, it's got to be somewhere, you know? Like, And I, don't, I told my friend I'd give it back tomorrow. Yeah. And so, it's not an easy thing to replace. No, not at all. Um, so wait, you... Did, did you watch it fall? Yes. I had my so eyes on it, it the, whole the whole time. time. Yeah. And then just when it should have hit the ground, it disappeared instead. Yes. What the hell? <laughs> what could that be? <laughs> I don't know. It's funny because you can look it up online and there are so many similar stories to that that people have. That's the one where like when I've Googled it, I have found so many results. It's really interesting. That's like a whole subject you can look into. Um, Like specifically people dropping things or just like objects disappearing? Objects falling and disappearing when the people are like specifically looking at them, you know? Yeah. Not necessarily like dropping them. Huh. I've I've never heard of that before. It's a rabbit hole for sure. Uh, Weird. Yeah, man. And so you just never found it. And I never found it. I moved out 2015 uh, after college and completely emptied out that room. Everything was gone. Didn't find it. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Never saw it again. That's really weird. Uh, But side note, I ordered another one on Amazon, gave that one to my friend like a few days later, and he, I never told him that story. So (laughs) you just had to stall for a couple days until it showed up. (laughs) And that one, I don't know, like that, that story doesn't scare me necessarily, but I do think about it a lot. And yeah, my general reaction is like, what was that? <laughs> it's one of those stories too, where it's like, there's nothing you can do with it. You know, yeah. like it's super weird. You can't explain it, but there's just like, no, there's nowhere to go with it. Like you can't, I mean, I guess you can find other people who have similar stories who also are equally confused, but like, yeah, that's kind of the end of the road. There's no way to, there's no way to get any more information or figure out what happened or like, those are like the, the, some of the most interesting stories to me of like very, very low stakes. Mm -hmm. Like you lost a screwdriver sucks, but it happens all the time in the weirdest way possible Yeah, (laughs) with no explanation and like no further avenues of exploration. You just like, now you just have a weird thing that you're going to carry around in the back of your head forever. Totally. And you know, it's funny too, because I was and am a pretty messy person. So I would drop things off my desk in there all the time. And every time I would have this thought in the back of my mind, like, is that going to hit the floor? But it did. (laughs) It only happened one time. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that is bizarre. Yeah, that's my favorite. Usually when people ask me for weird stories, I tell that one. 
some of the other ones are weird enough that it has that reaction of like, well, it was probably this or people not believing it. I think that one is a nice little middle ground. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's no obvious the ones. There's no obvious explanation. And also like, why would I make up this story about losing a screwdriver? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What you said you had weirder ones. Yeah. These are the big ones I would say. So okay. I have two separate chair stories, different you chairs, chair, chair. Okay. Yeah. 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 The first one, this happened to me. Uh, I had some friends over. This was 2009, I'm pretty sure, because we were playing Left 4 Dead 2. Okay. That's the only reason I can contextualize this one. Okay. Uh, I had three of my friends over, and we were in our den, which had two couches, like a, a sectional kind of situation on one yep. end of the room. And then on the other end of the room, there was a family computer with a computer chair. Not an antique, mind you, just one we had bought. <laughs> it came from Office Max or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we're playing this game when one of my friends says, Yo, why is that chair spinning? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And so we all look over and I've talked to my friends about this story so many times. And I've, t you know, over and over, I've said, like, Okay, if y'all were fucking with me, you need to fess up here. And every time that for years the the conversation has been like, yeah, I don't know what that was from all of us. Uh, so there were four of you, right? So yes. you said playing a game. This chair is like how far from the closest person? Probably four or five feet, if I had to guess. Okay. It's a decent length away. And it just starts, it's like a wheeled office yeah. chair. It just it's starts not, spinning on its own. Yeah. It's not moving at all, but it's like it's, just the seat and back are like, seat. yeah. Yeah. It's spinning okay. pretty consistently. There's not a lot of like slowing down or anything like that. And we're watching it for what felt like an hour, but must have been like five minutes, I think. Five uh, minutes is a really long time, though. Yeah. And like, it kept going. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely long enough that one, like one push obviously doesn't keep something spinning for five minutes. Right. Yeah. I think that was at the point where we were all kind of like, oh, okay, this is real. This isn't fake, you know? Yeah. And it's long enough that like none of you could have been messing with it if you all sat there and watched it for five minutes. Totally, yeah. What? Uh, the thing okay. is, five minutes is the start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, after we've been watching it for a few minutes, we are freaking out and don't really know what to do. And so finally, I'm like, I'm just going to go over there and I'm going to stop it. Yeah. And so I walk over there and I am freaked out, by the way, like I I couldn't even watch horror movies up until like college. I couldn't do it. Uh, mm -hmm. Very afraid of everything. But somehow I did but, this. I don't know. You, uh, just like naturally you were scared of that stuff or like because of these experiences you were. Probably a little bit of both, I would say, but more okay. naturally. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because now I like love horror movies. I love horror. Uh, at some point in my life, a switch flipped. I don't know what happened. Sure. But at okay, this so, point so in you, time, yeah. You uh, work up the courage to go over there. Yep. And you're just going to like stop it? Like just put your hand on it and stop it from spinning? Yeah. Uh, and I did. I, I touched it and I slowed it down and stopped it. And then at this point, I'm feeling a little confident because I don't feel anything wrong. You know, it just feels like I'm touching a chair. Yeah. And so I turned it around and sat down in it. Uh, okay. Which was totally fine. Nothing happened. I was just, you know, I told my friends, like, I don't know what's going on, but maybe our house is, maybe our foundation is uneven or something, you know, but that would cause it to move, I think. But I don't, 
We're trying to right. rationalize it. Yeah, right. And so I get back up, go over to my friends. We're kind of joking about it a little bit uneasily. Mm-hmm. And we keep playing our game. A few minutes later, <laughs> once again, I look over and I'm like, hey, it's spinning again. Yeah. What? It kept spinning. And at this point, the game is off. We're like done with the game, you know? Yeah. When yeah. it was turned the light on, because uh, the light was off because it was late at night. Um, and we're staring at this thing and we don't know what's going on. Like, I was like paralyzed at this point. Like, I didn't know what to do, you know? And that was the only, like, the only thing out of the ordinary happening. Just this. Yeah. And was it in the same spot the second time? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> this happens for about four more hours. <laughs> it just, just kept constantly. Yeah. kept going. Uh, we could not sleep because we were all super freaked out. My friends had that- heard the uh, mythos of the house. Yeah. Know? Uh, Dude, af- after 10 minutes, I think that chair is going outside if it's in my house. Four hours is crazy. I'm with you now. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe as as a, as a younger person, maybe I would have reacted differently. Or who I haven't been in that position. I might act differently now. But that's a really long time. It was until sunrise, yeah. And did you all just stay like in the same room and like watch this chair spin for four hours (laughs) the thing is we're all like teenagers too so we're trying to like i wasn't i was freaked out but my friends are trying to be kind of cool about it you know what i mean like oh it's just a chair but clearly the atmosphere is like i don't want to stand up i'm gonna stay here and hope it stays over there uh there i can't think of anything that could like naturally cause that no you know like like you said if 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 it were on an uneven floor it would roll or it would like you know rotate once or twice and then find like a a spot to settle you would think was it at the same like the same rate of rotation was it constant yes until closer to sunrise it slowed down at one point and I, I lose people here. So bear with me. I swear to God, it slowed to a stop. Okay. It started spinning the other way. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, After and hours point, of spinning in one direction. Yes. And so this is the point where I said, I'm going to go wake my parents up. Yeah. Fuck and so this. I sprinted out of the room. I got my parents. I told them about it. They were pissed that I woke them up. Uh, they didn't believe me because like that's you know waking up to that story I get it I wouldn't believe me probably sure uh, and also like what are they going to do about it yeah you know? they went in there the chair is not spinning of course uh huh and they did not believe that story um, my friends and were- me we still have that story so I have witnesses to that and that's the only thing that like keeps me Sane about that story, I feel like. Yeah, four of you watched this happen for hours. Like that's yeah. that's wild. Did you I guess this was probably pre like decent cell phone video. Yeah. But I didn't so I didn't have a cell phone until the later years of high school. Yeah, I suppose you were pretty young at the time too. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> that like that's one of the longer like single incidents I think I've ever heard of of any paranormal stuff. Usually it's like much more fleeting. Right. Yeah, and most of these are that's definitely the longest one. Uh most of these are just like things that happened you know like once or like within a few seconds. Side note, uh the family computer went away after a while because it had like windows xp and it was pretty slow it was a dell none of us were using it 
so I got a personal computer. I took the desk from that room and I took the chair from that room. And so every night when I would go to sleep for the remainder of my time living there, that chair would be at the foot of my bed. <laughs> okay. Never spun this again, never thankfully. All right. Yeah. I <laughs> I love the idea that, like, haunted objects, you know, usually it's, like, antiques or something with some sort of history or, sure. you know, it belonged to someone who died in some tragic way or something. I love the idea of just like a straight out of the box Office Max <laughs> desk chair yeah. being just haunted as shit. <laughs> like <laughs> somewhere between China and and Office Max in suburban Arkansas, like that thing got haunted real good. Yeah, I don't know, man. I that's honestly part of why this one sticks with me so much. Aside from it being like overnight, obviously. Uh what was that chair? What did what is that chair up to? You know, like <laughs> why that chair? Yeah, right. I don't know. So what? This happens overnight. Next morning, you tell your parents. Do you like? I don't know. Does does that have any effect on you? Like the next day or going forward? Like, yes, totally. What uh, What were your takeaways? I guess from that very bizarre experience. You know, the thing with my sister and the thing with the screwdriver were weird things that happened and had this implanted this thought in my mind of like, this is, is this place haunted? Like what's going on? But with Mm -hmm. my sister, I hadn't witnessed that. And with the screwdriver thing, there is always that small chance that it did go somewhere and I just never found it. I don't think that's what happened, but... With this, I mean, it seems weird with like the lack of sound too, but I guess it's maybe a little easier to explain. Yeah, you could explain that with like I don't, I don't know, like adrenaline or something. Because I was, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, it 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 fell on a sock and the sound was dampened, and then it got pushed into somewhere where you never saw it. Whatever. Yeah. This one though was when I was. My outlook on the house changed after this. It became a situation where I was like, oh, my house is haunted. Yeah. Uh, what do you do with that information, though? You know, like you still, especially as a kid, like you don't have you're not in control of where you live. Right. There's nothing you can really do about that. Yeah. And I hated it, like, especially because at this point, my parents had not experienced anything uh, yeah. So it was kind of frustrating for them to, my dad, um, especially my dad is, he's a leather worker. Uh, he's loves motorcycles. He used to lift weights a lot. He would enter competitions for that. Not a paranormal type of guy. Very sure. Yeah. He always thought it was very normal kind of guy. Yeah. (laughs) Always. He has thought it's like a funny thing that happened and he like teases us for it. Uh, so yeah, it was kind of hard to convince them and kind of hard to do anything with that information because I had to live there. Right. I didn't have like a job or anything at that time. So it was just kind of, I was there, (laughs) I was underage, you know? Right. Uh, but thankfully the chair tormented me every night, I would say, but it did not spin again. I just had to look at it and think like. Don't spin, you know. <laughs> well, you didn't. You didn't have to put the chair in your room, did you? That seems like a bit of a. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like I could have asked for a different chair, I guess, but I didn't. I don't. There are a lot of dumb teenage decisions at play. Sure. In these stories. Sure. Well, and maybe it's better to you know keep your uh, potential enemies closer. <laughs> You'll know what that chair is up to at least. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I don't think I don't think I thought that, but in retrospect, I should have. Maybe that would have comforted <laughs> me more. <laughs> so there's another chair story, different chair. This one is an antique chair. Okay. We had a pretty old dining table, which I think was like a family heirloom, I want to say. Uh, it's square shaped. It has, you know, a chair on each side. 
Mm-hmm. And I was always afraid that I was going to break the chairs when I sat in them because they were very creaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, to contextualize how old this table was. Yeah. And one day my niece was over. She was probably five or six. She was very young. And she was at that table with my mom and they were doing like a coloring book. Like they were, they were drawing, uh, my niece always been pretty short at that point. Her feet did not touch the floor. You know, she was just Mm -hmm. basically hanging off the chair. And as my mom tells it, the chair opposite my niece suddenly shot back across the hardwood and then came to a stop. Whoa. But like stayed, <laughs> stayed upright, didn't tip yeah, over? Didn't tip over. Huh. How would that happen? I don't know. And the first thing people say is like, you know, oh, maybe your niece kicked it, but like she's five years old. She couldn't reach it to kick it. Right. If you're if your feet don't reach the floor, they're not gonna reach the chair across the table. Right. Also, so, if you just if you just kick the chair, it seems way more likely to me that it would just tip over mm-hmm. rather than slide straight back like that. Yeah. My mom Ugh. uh saw this and immediately thought I I love this reaction for my mom. Her reaction was, I don't need to scare her. I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. And so she keeps going. She keeps drawing. And my niece looks up at her and says, Grandma, did you see that? (laughs) And at that point, my mom is is like, oh, my God. Yeah, I saw that. And they leave the room. Yeah, what what did your like was your niece scared or like what did what did she think? Yeah, she was scared. Uh she is an adult now and she's still I actually went to visit my family earlier this year and my niece told that story. So she still remembers that story. Yeah, so it clearly made an impact. Damn. Why chairs? I don't know. I, it kind of worked out, though, because after that happened, my mom totally believed my chair story. It was like a 180. Well, yeah. 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 I guess there's that. Huh. That, like, I'm just trying to find any, like, connective thread between those things, and there doesn't really seem to be any. Right. And Is it's that funny. sort of the extent of what happened in that house, or... No, there's totally more. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'll try to get through these last two pretty fast here. So I'm not... They're oh, a we're, little we're shorter. Uh, yeah, no, I don't really get it either. There would have been no... What's the connection between, like, an antique dining table and a, a like, cheap computer chair, you know? just You just got a, a sitting ghost, I guess. I guess. <laughs> So the last really paranormal or ghost related thing that happened in the house, uh, we had two instances of seeing like entities. Oh, one, uh, our backyard had a window into the living room and I was outside and my mom was walking through the living room, walking toward the den And I saw her walk in there. And then I saw her walk in there again. There were two of her in the exact same position. Like one right after the other, just sort of like repeating? Yes. Huh. Yeah. And they looked like identical? Yeah, they did. Okay. That's pretty much the extent of it. I walked inside. I went into the den and I was like, I tried to rationalize it. I was like, mom, did you just like walk out of the den and walk back in? Yeah. And she was still in there and she said, no, I just got in here. 
And that's another one of those things where like, what do I gain from that? It was just her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so you, you're looking at the window, you see her walk past and then how, how much time passes before you see her again? Like a few seconds. seconds. Yeah. Okay. Like it wasn't on her back, you know, like it wasn't right behind her. There was a little bit mm-hmm. of a pause, but seconds, I would say. And aside from looking identical, was it like the same movements too? Yeah. Could you tell? Okay. So it's just like an exact replay of what you had just seen. Mm-hmm. My mom, uh, she's had surgery that's helped a lot since this, but she had a lot of problems with her legs and her back as well. And so she kind of crouched when she walked around. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, it was that same general movement of like kind of a slumped posture. Weird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's another one that I don't, I don't think I've really heard of that before. Just like sort of an echo, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I never saw that happen again. Nobody else ever had anything like that. So that one is kind of just like, yeah, you just label it under weird. Like, what was that? There's nothing to gain from that, really. You know, like, right? yeah. You're just building up this mental file of weird shit that (laughs) you can't really do much with. Yeah. And I think things like that kind of helped me a little bit, too, because it's like, these are weird things that are happening. They're a little uncomfortable, but I don't think that they're malicious necessarily. Like nothing has yeah, tried to like physically harm us or anything like that. So that was always really helpful. Yeah. That the objects moving on their own is a little, yeah, a little just like disconcerting of like, if you can manipulate things physically, what else is possible? Like, yeah, I don't know. That always makes me a, a little uneasy, but thankfully we never got to the point where they were like throwing things across the room or anything. Right. I was gonna say like, yeah. those aren't aggressive or, or like dangerous necessarily, but it's just a little, like that overlap always makes me a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. What was the, you said you had one more. What was the last one? Yeah. The last one, uh, this is another one of my sister's stories. I was there, but I didn't see it. I was sitting on my bed on my laptop. This was in college. I had a lot of projects for like programming. I had a, I had a programming class. I, I don't know why I remember that specifically. Um, but I was working on this thing where I had to make like a star chart. <laughs> it's funny okay. what things like stick in your mind, you know? Yeah, for sure. And my my sister walks past. She gets down the hallway so she looks into my room she freezes and she turns like white like pale Mm -hmm. and she says there was just a little girl on your bed (laughs) oh no yeah uh just like a fully flesh and blood person that's what she said yeah uh, and I didn't like that. No, no, not at all. And you didn't notice anything at no. the time? No. I jumped out of bed, freaked out. Totally understand now the thing where she ran outside because I ran out of the room. I didn't want to be there. Yeah. 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 It sucked too because it was, my room was relatively safe. I had the screwdriver thing happen in there, but nothing else happened in my room. And then Mm. at that point, something had happened in my room, you know? Yeah. Huh. And like, obviously she wasn't just fucking with you. No, I don't think so. My sister was a very blunt person, like to a fault almost. Uh, She, was very honest and got into a lot of trouble because of it. I would say one of those people. Yeah. Not, not one to mess with you or play tricks. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I actually forgot another one about her. I'll tell that one next. Sorry. Okay. Is that the only time that there was like a, like a physical 
like visible person or thing? Yes. Okay. And you said you don't, you don't really know anything about like who lived there before your family or any of like the history of the, of the house? No, I mean like we had owner records, I think to an extent, but they were not, they weren't complete and they didn't indicate that like anyone had died there or anything bad had happened there. Yeah. It's interesting too with like, cause at that point, the house itself is brand new. Mm-hmm. So it would just be the, the lot, I guess. But like, that's, yeah. I mean, not that I know how ghosts and hauntings work anyway, but like, <laughs> that's sort of an interesting wrinkle in all of this is that like the house itself was brand new when all this stuff was happening. Like mm-hmm. it had only been your family that lived there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea. <laughs> Weird. Uh, what was the last one? Okay, so this is another antique story. I meant okay. to tell this one earlier, but I got sidetracked. Uh, my sister, this is probably the last thing that happened chronologically, I would say. Uh, my sister had a son at one point. Like, this would have been two years before I moved out. Uh, and she was a single mother, so she stayed at home and took over the den where she had like all her eBay stuff and all of her art and everything like that. And she had like a little section for her son Mm -hmm. and she used an antique wooden bassinet that she had bought at like an estate sale or something. I think I hated it immediately, by the way. Yeah. That's a tough start. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And I would hear her son crying all the time from the den my room was across the house and usually you know she would she was a great mother she would take care of him immediately and uh everything would be okay one day she was out with him i was home alone my parents were gone too i don't remember why but i'm home alone i'm in my room And of course, I start hearing a baby crying. Mm. (laughs) Okay. And I kind of had like a series of thoughts. The first one was like, oh, Carly will get him. Oh, that's my sister's name. Uh, Yeah. The second one was. They're not home. Okay, this must be the TV. Because I Mm -hmm. didn't want to confront the idea that it wasn't the TV. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The TV and being so, on is a much uh, nicer explanation than yeah. haunted bassinet. <laughs> I walked in there to turn the TV off. Mind you, I can hear this baby the entire time I'm walking in there. I get into the room. TV is not on and the crying is not happening. So it just stopped like as you got to the room. As I got to the doorway, yeah. This room didn't have a door. It had a, an empty doorway since it was, like, connected okay. to our living room. Uh, yeah. And so, yeah, I step into the doorway, and there is nothing. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, what? How old was her kid at the time? Like He, was, uh, he wasn't a year old yet, even. He was pretty young. Okay. Or he might have been a year. I don't, he was somewhere in there. Yeah. And it just stopped. And then you, just didn't, stopped. you never heard it again? No, I didn't. But <laughs> my sister got home that day. And my sister and me at this point are like swapping weird house stories because we're both. I was, I was going to ask, like, do you tell her about that? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, we were, we both knew like something is not right with this house. And we would tell each other about things. Uh, yeah. Not that often. I mean, something to keep in mind. I lived there for 17 years, you know, and this sounds like a lot of things to happen, but these were like five or six things over the course of 17 years. So when something would happen, we would be like, hey, this just happened. Yeah. Uh, So I told her, I said, (laughs) you weren't home. 
but I heard your son crying in here and he wasn't here because he was with you. And she said immediately her response was, Oh yeah, I hear that too. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, as in like frequently or once or, I mean, that neither is great, but <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> The way she worded it, I, I remember, was I hear that too. So to me, that implies frequently, maybe, or multiple yeah, times. More than once, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Could you tell, like, was it was it his cry or just, like, a baby crying? Or... It was a baby crying. I think I just assumed it was him, you know? Sure. I, yeah. There wasn't much of a... I don't think I could have differentiated it. Yeah. Yikes. After that, she got rid of the wooden bassinet because I think hearing me confirm that I had heard the same thing as her, she was like, okay, this has got to go. Thankfully. Yeah. Did that f- fix it? Or like, did I that- only heard it the one time, so presumably. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's, uh, that's a lot of wild shit in one house. And like a... a- like a wide range of stuff too, Mm -hmm. you know, like some of it related to objects, but some of it not. Yeah. I do. uh, Do your parents still live there? No, they moved out. Thankfully, Uh, the house started to, the foundation started to, we had like some rot in the wood, I think, or like some water that leaks down there uh, after I moved out. And it started to cave in a little bit. And so they had to fix that. And then they moved out. Uh, okay. The house hasn't been sold. No one else lives there. They just, they saved up for a long time and were able to move somewhere else, thankfully. So now there's an abandoned haunted house. Yeah. It was my sister's for a while, but she never really lived there. She just used it as like storage, basically. Okay. Uh, but no one uses it now. No. That's wild. Damn. Well, thank you for sharing all of those. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for having uh, me. Yeah, absolutely. Anything that you want to let people know about or direct people's attention to or any way that folks can support you before we get out of here? Uh, no, nah, I'm pretty, I'm just here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Dead. <laughs> Well, thanks, Robin. This has been uh, this has been lovely. Yeah, thanks for having me again. It was it was great. All right, that's gonna do it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Dang, that's weird. Is a production of Duvid Media. Make sure to check out all of our amazing shows at duvid.media. And if you have a weird story that you'd like to share, you can send an email to spencer at dangthatsweird.com or leave a voicemail at 612-208-2744. And until next time, keep it weird. Duvid Media.